previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. Because we should also probably stop in Astrocane. Carfwad starts swinging the incenser around Jet until suddenly you can see a symbol. Wait, isn't that the symbol of Sorganus? It is possible that you might actually have some sort of link to him. If he chose to, he could work through you. What happens if we just kill Jet? Then what happens with that link? I can get some fires ready. I would assume that it would sever. And would your dragon boy friend, uh, Zawatsky, know anything about this? Because, again, as I've told you multiple times, he is working with demons. Do you think he knows anything about this bond or how to break it or anything of the gods of sorts? Zawatsky might know how to solve your problem. Karfwad goes ahead and shows you a couple techniques to resist this link. All right, now I got a fighting chance. For tonight, though? Party. You know a good place to stay the night there, Parkwood? Robert's Hall, and in the back corner, you actually recognize the orator from the stage, and he is telling a tale about the Prussian Canal system. Unless Spear, what's his name? The bartender is motioning to two large guys at the other end of the bar. Think we should step outside. Maybe you need a breath of fresh air. While the bouncers were talking to you, the orator has just lifted the guy's coin purse. I squeeze his neck. That doesn't feel good. You like frog marched him away from Correct. the other people. We're looking for a man named Riley Bevden. I, I don't know anybody by that name. My name is uh, Beck Northwood. How would you go about getting to the capital? Head straight east. Great. This is definitely the wrong person that we could be questioning. Thieves lose hands. I walk over and cut the flex attendant in his wrist. Cure wounds on him. Oh, he's getting thief covered in his forehead now. Back yeah. Northwood runs. I have a gambling problem, I'm sorry! You notice a figure in the alleyway looking very furtive and speaking with someone, and you see in the light that it is Harry. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Brad Richards. Our faithful listener, uh, Morgan, Morgan's her name, Yeah, pitched a fucking gem today. So congratulations. In softball. In, no, this was hard baseball. She was chucking 90. Nice. It was amazing. Uh, Brad Redenfro. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Fuck you. Eric Nemeth. I have an announcement to make. Uh, this is from Paul Camper. Anyone who sends him a dick pic on any social media will be getting followed by our group and get a shout out. I love it. Please send <laughs> all of your dick pics to Paul. Only Paul. You're welcome, Paul. Please don't. As veiny and unshaved <laughs> as possible. Only uncircumcised, preferably. Flaccid only, too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you're rocking a half-blood prince, sure. <laughs> Half-job. Ben. Renfro. Brad, you said she was throwing 90? Hold the phone, Cotton. She's got a cannon. This one brought did have a fucking arm. And Matt Smith. How do you tell which adventurer is the paladin? How? Don't worry, they'll tell you. 
<laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> Jokes. So who remembers what happened last week nope. on the Death Saving Bros podcast? Oh, wait, we have to... Uh, Fuck you. Put our dice in a hat and pick out our recap winner. We're all not here. I got one for Eric. Mine's the red one. His is the colorful one. Call me. Oh, he almost rimmed it. Boom, straight into the Dell logo on his computer. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. Shuffling up them dice. Really and our winner out. is... I have no idea. Black with green? That'd be me. Ah, fuck you. All right, Brad Renfro. You done goofed. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened last week on the Death Saving Bros podcast? Um, is that the one where we finished, like, where I went to the temple and learned how to resist the demon link? Yes, that happened last episode. What else happened? That's about as much as I remember without a little springboard. Oh, shit. We saw that dude in the alley. That was at the end of ah, the episode. That's how it ended. And we ended the episode with, we saw two dudes in the alley. One of them got away. One of them was on their knees. We also harassed the dude in the alley. In front of the other. Praying. And Wait. everything in between. We also saw the orator. We speared him out in public. And then uh, we saw him again in the bar and uh, speared him yet again. And uh, then we got kicked out of the bar. And that's when we saw the guy in the alleyway. Do you remember what the guy's name is? Harry. Yeah. Well done, B Rich. Thank you. Didn't I torture Harry? No, you tortured the orator. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. What was the orator's name? Anybody remember? Oh, the orator. Morpheus. That uh, is a cool name, but no. Uh, <laughs> was uh, it Neo? Beck Northwood. Ben's on his notes. Oh, well he done. fucking wrote it down. No points to you. Really? Half these notes have nothing to do with the campaign at all, but that's <laughs> one thing I did write down. I know. That's how mine were. Then I stopped taking them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So at the end of last episode, you were moving away from uh, Roberts Hall, where you had gotten kicked out, and you were moving a street over to go to uh, Oats Hall, I think is what I said, but what I should have said is Hall of Oats. That's much better. That's what I said, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's what you told me to say, and I messed it up. So you're headed over to the inn and tavern called Hall of Oats, and... Uh, you saw in an alleyway two figures, one of which you recognized as Harry. The other one, his face oh, what was... what was his name? Harry. But what was his name? What was his name? We recognized him as Harry, but what was his name? His name was Harry. His name was Robert Paulson. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. No, no, no. Who's on third? Oh. You got today pitching to tomorrow? <laughs> um, yeah, so you recognize Harry. And then the other figure, you couldn't see his face. He runs, well, they run down the end of the alley, make a turn, and you lost them in the crowd. We lost one of them in the crowd. Exactly. The other one we caught. Harry walks up to Jet and says, What are you doing here, Jet? While quickly re-zipping his pants. I thought you shadow stepped or followed the other guy. I, yeah, I shadow stepped to go chase down the other guy, and, and then, then I realized that I lost crowd. him. Man, I thought we said you shadow-stepped, like, up by Harry, because the other guy ran down the alleyway, so I thought that's why you shadow-stepped up by Harry, but lost the other guy, so then you were next to him. Well, no, he shadow-stepped halfway down the alley, and then he ran the rest of the way down the alley to try and catch the guy. 
So he was kind of closer to Harry, but either way, he lost the guy, the person that was leaving the alley, looked at the crowds, couldn't see the person because the person had been in shadow. And then Jet turns around and Harry's standing there looking at him going, What are you doing here? I could be asking you the same thing and I'm going to start sheep herding him with my quarterstaff back to the rest of the group. Hey! Uh, no, hey. come on. Let's go. Don't make me hurt you. <laughs> Real scary. Scary, Harry. Whack. <laughs> Let's go. My hand's on my sword and I'm doing my poopy smile. Both of you that are intimidating him, go ahead. Sh- sheep herding and uh, intimidating with a smile. Go ahead and give me an intimidation check. I wouldn't call it intimidation. I'm just trying to get him over there. 17. I got a 15. All right. Uh, he says, oh, all right, all right. Jeez. You know, I said if you needed anything that you could help, that you could ask me for help, but fine if you want to go this way. And by this point, we're all mad up by now, I'm assuming. Yes, you're all in the middle of the alley in the shadows. Who is your, uh, who are you talking to there, Harry? I don't think it matters to you. Was she a pretty girl? I didn't say it was a she. Is he a pretty boy? <laughs> I didn't say it was a he. Well, you kind of did the first time. So, Harry. Were they a pretty non-binary? Didn't we figure out at the end of the last episode that like we started just interrogating the wrong person, though? And that was this guy? No, we no, interrogated the order from the bar, which really didn't get us any information, oh, okay. but there was no... Like, there was no positive or negative to doing that, I guess. I gotcha. <laughs> it's just us bullying some well, Trump. The only thing we figured out is that we thought, like, the council was, like, in town, but it's really far away to get to Zawatsky or whatever. I thought we already knew that because they, like, the bubble. We did know that, but then we just relearned it. Nah. Yeah, most of the stuff that you got out of Beck Northwood was stuff that you kind of already knew with a little bit, a little bit of extra. Like, I think you learned a little bit extra about uh, the swamps, the Prussian Canal system. Right, so... Let's all stand in a circle around Harry and just keep screaming, tell us what we want to know. <laughs> Non-stop. We all smack him when we're doing it, too? I'll be honest. Like, we just see Harry talking in an alley to some way. Why is that criminal to us? Yeah, I mean, like, he could just be, you know, like, chatting to his old, old friend. Yeah, I... I agree with Brixius. Why would you think that I'm doing something criminal? Because you're suspicious. Are you doing something criminal, though? No. Ask him in the zone of truth. Uh, insight check. Uh, five. Yeah, you don't think... You don't... Or you think that he's telling you the truth. Guys. Can I cast zone of truth? It's a fantastic idea. All right, let me just bring it up real quick. We really underuse that, in all <laughs> honesty. There's so many times we question people, and we just don't use that. <laughs> we just take it at face value. <laughs> In all honesty. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Alright, then we us make a charisma saving throw. Alright. Oh shit, I don't even have my dice. Oh, oh. no. Where and you were the it? one who just suggested the other day for one of the shields oh. to always have a set of dice. Now you fucked up. Now I fucked up. Where are your dice? <laughs> Give a nice solid roll real quick. Paul, where is your shit? All of my shit is in a bag because I just got back from GeeklyCon. There's a set of plastics, too, if you need those. Here, I got a third set you can use. Paul, I got four sets of dice on me right now. 
Let's not give him too many. That's a lot of damage dice, and he has potential to use. (laughs) All right. Harry rolled a 14. Eric, do you also roll, or is it a saving throw? Yeah, it's a saving throw. Oh, fuck. I thought I had to roll, too. Yeah, I heard him roll. I was like, I think it's just a set number to beat. It doesn't say a set number on you. It would be A plus your proficiency bonus plus uh, whatever your spellcasting modifier is. Charisma, maybe? Yeah, no, I think yeah, it's... Yeah, I think for Paladins, it's Charisma. Uh, it's 14. All right, it meets, so it beats. He is not affected by Zone of Truth. Cast it again. <laughs> How many spell slots you got? Actually, though, since you're all standing in a circle around Harry, all of you need to make a Zone of Truth check. Do we have to, or, or does he get to, like, choose the No, targets? you have to, because it's a, it's a zone. 19. What kind of a saving throw is it? Charisma. Ooh, I'm proficient in that. 17, I pass. 14. 7. <laughs> Abe. Abe has to tell only truths. Abe? Yes. What are your thoughts on Jed over here? Tell us what we want to know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He's a... Wait, how old is Jet? Not too terribly old. <laughs> 16. 16, okay. <laughs> are you really 16? I am a... Uh, Around the 19-ish, the adolescent years of a half-elf. Okay. So he's just out of high school. He's, a, he's an alright lad, I suppose. Yeah. He. <laughs> well, actually, no. In the state of Ohio, he can no longer buy cigarettes. Was that the whole say? I know Kent is 21. I didn't know they made it statewide. Uh, yeah, Eric. So, uh, they just passed a bill that uh, you have to be 21 now to buy tobacco. Yeah. Uh, well, like, the equivalent in half-elf years, don't they have, like, since they're half-elf an extended life? So it'd be like... Uh, half-elf has an extended life, but they age at the same rate as humans. You're oh, 14, okay? Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> no, Is there anything is that, like, ages, like, super slow? Elves. Elves. So would an elf have, like... I'm like Their 20. legal drinking age would be, like, 60? <laughs> yeah, if they went by <laughs> our standards, but back then, people just drank. That's yeah, true. Oh, back then, as in, like, this just happened a few hundred years ago when there was orcs and halflings and shit roaming the earth. That's awesome. Back then, though. That was just back then. That was just back then. Okay, so Harry <laughs> is allowed to keep lying. Great. <laughs> I'm not lying. No, no, I actually I actually believe you. I, I have no reason to suspect you've done anything wrong. You don't seem like the type of guy to do something wrong. Uh... No offense, guys. He doesn't seem intelligent enough to really pull a big scheme off. No offense, Harry. You're strong, you're handsome, but I don't know. But regardless, again, he could have been, that could have been his mother he was talking to. Like, we don't know. Was that your mother, Harry? No. Oh, okay, so it wasn't his mother, but it could have been anyone. I have an idea. Harry, you're only going to tell us the truth. And because I can only tell the truth, it is so. Yes? (laughs) Yes? <laughs> Thank well, you. I like where this is going. Continue. That's all I had. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I um, didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> Harry? Yes? Was that little meeting important to us? Uh, <laughs> Excuse me while I check my notes to see if that meeting was important to you guys. <laughs> Please say no. So we can go to this council and not have to worry about your shit. I have a follow-up question for after he has he a crayon your to schedule as meeting I'm not supposed to tell <laughs> those guys about. Oh, uh, no. It wasn't wasn't important. Uh, Is he lying? Give me an insight check. 
Fuck. Only Ambionitis. Only Ambionitis gets the insight check. Twelve. You think that you might want to talk to him a little bit more about what's going on here. Harry? Uh, Rixie's here. Who do you <laughs> work for? I work for, uh, Lord Carfwad. You look for Farquad and not Zawadski? Well, I work for Carfwad and Carfwad works for Zawadski. Were you ever promised a promotion that you didn't receive? No. So you're happy right where you're at right now? He pauses for a second, like just a momentary pause and goes, Yeah. And where exactly is that? Where do you fit in in the scheme of things in this town? I keep the peace. And I enact the, uh, the rules of Carfwad. Now listen, do you think it is peaceful to have demons roaming about? No. Then why are you guys letting it happen? We're not. Cut the shit, Harry. I know that demons are happening here. I've seen them with my own eyeballs. Something is going on here. Who were you talking to in this dark alleyway, and why were you not just talking to them in the crowd at the party? Give me a persuasion check. Oh, hot dog. Oh, that's a decent roll. 23. That is a very decent roll. I, I wouldn't lie. Here I was Even though I, I could. the DC high. I could lie, because I'm not in the zone of truth, but I wouldn't lie. Harry looks around at all of you and goes... You really want to know why I, I was here talking to that guy? To that person? No, I keep I've saying only, guy. No, I, I've only asked like four times because I didn't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. And uh, he looks one end of the alley, and he looks to the other end of the alley, and he motions you closer in. Close the circle. All right. I would like to lock arms with everyone and close the circle. Huddle? Yeah, sure. I'm gonna make sure he's it. not gonna. Yeah, I'll go. I'm gonna make sure he's not doing anything suspicious. Like everybody come in close, and then fireball. I don't think Harry's <laughs> capable. Just a fireball <laughs> straight at his own feet. <laughs> some, some, some sort of sneezing powder. Perhaps. He rocket jumps like in Halo. <laughs> <laughs> you guys scoot in close, and he goes, "All right, Brixius, you're right. There are demons in Trugala. Demons." <laughs> I want to go like, <gasps> and like do like the Home Alone like gasp. He says, "Yes, keep your voice down." I told all you guys. Sorry, I get excited when I hear it in a bad way. Yeah, Prothean, you're right. There are demons in Trugala, but it's not because Trugalans are like demon worshippers. Oh yeah, you are. It's because no, it's not because they're demon worshippers. It's because they're being corrupted. By Sargonis and Tiamat. Still have a false god, so that basically makes you demon whispers. They're not false gods. They were created along with Torm and with Ayun and with Palor. is a false Who? god. Oh, no, Helleros was created by Ayun. False god. Who's being corrupted? Some of the high priests of Helleros. They're being tricked into believing that it's Helleros' will to... you. Use some of the demons to restore balance. Okay, so back to your role in this. Where do you play in? Or what is your angle right now? Are you trying to stop them? Yes. I'm a member of the Purified. We're a vigilante resistance group, keeping the word of Helleros 
alive and truthful in Trugala. We keep the faith even when the faithful fail. That's that's really wise. That should be a quote somewhere. But Right? I, I give this dude credit. I didn't think he had it in him. You guys should get that quote put on a shirt on Redbubble, where you could also find some Death Saving Bros merchandise. (laughs) (laughs) Abe, I've never heard of this, but I'll be sure to check it out. (laughs) Check it out on the interwebs that will be invented in a couple thousand years. In a different reality. (laughs) I already have seven. Well, we we do have t-shirts. We made them once, but uh, we realized that if we wore them around, we weren't very vigilante anymore. Okay, so where does Farquaad play? Is he part of the Purified? No, Carquad is just bumbling, bumbling fool. He is a bumbling fool. I've really picked up on that myself. But <laughs> I trust him implicitly. So who was the guy you're talking to? Back to the same question we've asked a lot that you haven't quite seemed to answer yet. He was one of the Purified. He brought me news. Haven't you noticed the increase in evil creatures around the country yes it's great and i want to like rub my fingers together like change yeah they said it was for some kind of demonstration who said that mm, siren siren whitehurst what do you siren know of him whitehurst he's a mercenary under the direct employ of zawadzki so this all does tie back to zawadzki right he is 130 percent corrupted Based on our intelligence, yes. So what are you and the Purified doing to stop this? We are trying to work from within the system to protect the people and to slowly try and oust Zawadzki for the traitor of the faith that he is. But Farquaad works for Zawadzki. Karfwad, yes. And you work for Farquaad. Yes, but that's because of the hierarchy of the church. So what's to stop you from just kicking down this door, busting in there, and taking Zawadzki for for what he is? Because he is one of the highest members of the order. And if we try to take him down without proof, then we're screwed. We'll all be beheaded. Yeah, you'll be beheaded, but you'll save an entire nation from zombies. Fucking demons, my bad. (laughs) It's not zombies. You know what I say about all this? What? It's time for a crusade. Yeah, this dude's been waiting to put a sword through someone who deserves it. And I think uh, definitely that's like number one. Zawadzki's probably number one on this dude's list right now. Look at that smile. Are you looking? You see that smile? He wants to kill him. You're a very creepy individual, Prothean. <laughs> Got that right. All right, Prothean. Hey, what do you think of Prothean over here? Gotta be still tell the truth. He's disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> Prothean, would you be willing to work on behalf of Helleros? To save this, the people of Trugala? I would rather slit my throat. Ah, uh, that, yeah, that's, that's not really the way to win him over. Yeah, yeah, here, <laughs> try it from this angle, Prothean. Would you be willing to kill Zawadzki because he's a criminal? Yes, and a godless heathen. For that reason and that reason only. He's also a godless heathen. But because he's a criminal, you're willing to do it. Not for Helleros or these people, but because he's a oh. criminal. Yeah, there's like ten reasons I'm going to kill him. I want to kill him. And also Tormi's great and stuff. He was a false god. He deserves to die. He's a criminal. I can keep going if you want. Uh, Long story short is he's going to get crusaded, crucified, probably cut in half, mutilated, maybe impaled. I I ease up on your shoulder, like put my hand on your shoulder. See? What about Flayed? Flaying sounds fun right now. He's... 
in short, I, I think he's willing to help. As in, uh, I think Abe would do it for payment. And a smile. <laughs> me and Ambionitis are in it for personal reasons, because we're trying to kill this one demon that you actually have pictured in your church. It's really messed up, but we're willing to well, do it it's for... it's because of the, the victory of uh, Helleros yeah. and the people over yeah. the demons of the abyss. Real great victory. They're back. Well, yeah, that's that's why I need your help. If so, you if you want to help, I I need you. I need it. Me and Ambionites will do it for personal reasons. Abe will do it if you pay him. Uh, Prothean really wants to do this. He is really messed up. And Jet, like the plane, is just uh, in it for the long run. Well, Jet, you're you're being affected by Sargonis, aren't oh, you? Oh shit! That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> He's got a demon inside of him. We gotta take these demons down. How do you know that? I he was, was there. I was there. Oh, that's right. The big bird around your, around you. Yeah, but uh, we got that under control for now. Don't worry about it. All right. Do you know what Zawadzki is after? No, I don't know what he's after. Or where he is. I know that he's in Principium. And I know that because you are, you have some sort of connection to Sargonis, I can certainly try and get some, uh, get word to our purified leadership. And maybe, maybe we can help you. Or maybe we can find a way to use you to help. Like, you can be the key to figuring out what Sargonis and Tiamat are trying to do in Hel- in Trugala. Who is the leader of the Purified? I don't know that name. You are one of them. No, he's just part of the Purified. He said he'd pass something along to the leadership, and it seems like the Dungeon Master might not have his notes with him, or he didn't prepare the name. <laughs> no, uh... Harry would not know the name. He says, No, we keep names to ourselves so that in case one of us is taken, we can't rat out the others. Smart. So if you pass word to leadership, how would we end up hearing back from them? We have people across the country. I just want to know how we're going to get contacted. Well, for right now, you can put word through me. But... So we gotta hang around in town? You don't have to hang around in town. I was actually going to ask you to go take care of something for me. Oh boy. Let's hear what Harry's got for us next. Well, don't... Hey, I know that you want to get to Principium, and that you want to take care of Zawadzki. Or to the Prussian Canal System. Prussian Canal System? Yep. Why? Stuff and things. We are looking for somebody who used to have something. Regardless, we got... Are you going to tell me what it is? We got a few quests on our quest logs. What do you have next for us? Well, if you're headed to Presynthium, then you can stop off in Marnborn. There's a bunch of weird stuff happening over there. What do you mean weird stuff? Like brothers fucking their sisters weird, or... Or just cousins <laughs> taking a bath together weird. I'm talking disappearances. Like some some people in the town have, have gone away. Waking up in another country's um, prison wearing a dress weird. Is it mostly children going missing or adults? Why is it immediately <laughs> something weird going on over there? Brothers banging sisters <laughs> is what we go to. I don't know. I looked at you and that's the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> yeah, because that's what happens. Also, appreciate the scooter reference. But yeah, disappearances. Cats have been going crazy, like crazy enough that there's word of it reaching me. They must be going batshit crazy. Cat shit crazy. Huh. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like that. Uh, question for you. I gave him some low bones. Yeah, well, what's up, Rothian? Fuck yeah, man. Are there a lot of orphanages between there and here? No, not really. I need to form an army, quickly. Of orphans? They make good cannon fodder. Prothean, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what? You got, you got, you got an army surrounding you. We're all, like, level, leveled up enough that we're considered an army together. Great. <laughs> I feel like Prothean just has a permanent zone of truth cast on himself. <laughs> <laughs> just no filter. <laughs> so uh, you want us to take care of the weird stuff? If the whole purpose is for us to get to Zawatsky and to Principium, why do we need to stop there? Like, what do you benefit? Like, what do we do you, benefit? Why do you want us to stop there, and what do we benefit? We get weird stuff's happening there, but there's weird stuff happening all over the world, and wouldn't it be better just to go straight towards the main dude in charge of the biggest issue right here? Again, we need proof. So, if you take a little bit of a sidestep, Maybe we can find something along the way, so that when you get there, you'll be prepared. What if we have a little bit of proof already? Would you share that with me? Probably not. Oh yeah, don't you have that note, Abe? Yeah, my butt pocket note. He's got a butt pocket note, and uh, that's about probably as close as we can get. We can capture a demon, but that doesn't prove shit. Zawadzki signed (laughs) it. Yeah. What does the note say? I want to step off a little bit, and then drop my pants slightly. <laughs> and then come back over and like shake it out a little bit and then hand it over to him. Didn't you say that you didn't butt pocket it? You put it in a regular pocket because nope. Dosh. I still would be... want to do that though. <laughs> the regular pocket's in his butt pocket. Come on. <laughs> Alright. Um He takes it from you and tilts it towards the light and he reads it out loud. Last known a dem. Exorius was recorded in Trugallan Magic by Riley Bevden. His ownership in the Prussian Canal System, Zawadzki. What does this mean? It means that the location of the Diadem Exorius was recorded in the Book of Magic, which I have, by Riley Bevden who was last seen in the Prussian Canal system. So, you're saying that the proof we need to prove Zawadzki's guilt just is in the Prussian be. Canal system? That it just might be. Yeah, maybe if we get the Diodem Exorius combined with that note and figure out... I don't even... What does the Diodem Exorius do again, guys? Nobody it's knows. Book. It's a book? That's some, lying, is that what's summoning book. the demons? Wikipedia? No, so far... um. All the information that we were able to get from the Book of Magic and the Chronicles of Parmar was basically that it was related to the Demon Apocalypse, and that's all the information we have as to what it might do. So very vague. What's everybody's passive perception? 16. 16. 15. High enough to notice whatever bullshit you're about to say. What is it? 14. Fuck you. Passive perception is wisdom, right? 10 plus your perception modifier. And your proficiency bonus if you're proficient in it, in perception. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, we didn't know that for the longest time. So 10 plus your wisdom. Wisdom. Plus Whatever your... you would give for a perception roll, add that oh. to 10. In that case, mine is 17. Mine is 13. <laughs> How is it 16 before? Because you couldn't have had plus 6 if you didn't know about the 
I think I knew that before, and oh, before I leveled. and I recently one upped my wisdom modifier, so I just forgot to change it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, well, um, everybody, including Prothean, hear the uh, flapping of wings as a as you look up and you see that there is a raven perched on the windowsill just above your heads. Shoot it. I right, pull out my greatsword and harpoon it. What the fuck? Why do you immediately harp harpoon this thing? It's a raven. I was gonna say, is well, it? we've seen the the demon things, right? Detect turn magic on it. You did see a demon turn into a bird. So I want to shoot it. Okay, and I'm sorry, Jet. What'd you say? I said, why don't we just detect some magic on it to see if it's like a link to somebody casting a spell or something? Oh yeah, wouldn't I sense if it's good or evil? Um, yeah, I guess you would. So, Dosh, you're gonna shoot it. So go ahead and roll that. That's an that. amazing shot all the way from <laughs> South Salt. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> Might have to use disadvantage at that one. Might be a little out of the range. You see all right. Portal let's open see. up let's between see. buildings. Dosh just right. hauls out, fucking in there, goes back right. in the other Can one. Dosh make the shot. You see Dosh <laughs> nail this bird. It just like turns back into a demon. It's the one with the bunny tattoo on the hip. The whole campaign's over. The end. <laughs> So this is going to be with a hand crossbow, though. No, <laughs> shut up. It's uh, Abe. Go ahead and shoot it. <laughs> and as you're doing that, you're reacting immediately. Um, Prothean, your detect evil and good. Guys, we could catch this raven. I could put out some popcorn and then get my net out. And then as soon as it goes to eat the popcorn, I'll dive on it with the net. What time of day is it? Night. It's and then nighttime. We'll, <laughs> we'll let Prothean interrogate the raven. Sounds great. Hence the reason you shadow-stepped in the dark alley. Well, it was an alley, so it would be dark regardless. I can just shadow-step and just take the bird. What time of day if, is it? If it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not day. Okay, so, um, Prothean, you're, what you're referring to is divine sense, and the presence yeah. of strong evil registers on your senses like a noxious odor, and powerful good rings like heavenly music in your ears. So, as you're standing there, um, well, I think... You have to activate this. Yes. As soon as I saw the people in the alleyway. Okay, well, it only lasts one turn. Oh, fuck. Can I Can I just back up and ask why, just because Paul says a raven's here, we all assume it's important to have something to do? Like, it's just a fucking bird. That's all I said. <laughs> I don't trust Paul. Yeah, That's but you're... metagaming. Your character, <laughs> a bird, you see a bird, why would you automatically detect good and evil? It's raven. Nothing ever happens that is okay with any character in any story, Raven. Ever since Edgar Allan Poe, I just don't trust Ravens anymore. That's why I just said to detect magic on it. Wasn't there one other time that shit was about to defend and the fucking Raven showed up or some shit? That's yeah, last I, time we saw demons. So yeah, I said that Prothean would have activated it, really? it. Yeah, the last <laughs> demons like swooped down and- oh no! Wouldn't you falcon punch your mic? Ow! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Fuck you. I remembered shit. <laughs> yeah, so Abe's reaction is valid. And Jet, you could have said, why don't we just detect magic on it? Um, As I'm letting an arrow go. <laughs> exactly. But Prothean, I'm just trying to resolve the fact that you wouldn't know anything about this raven just right off the bat. Cool. Everyone else is pulling weapons, so I'm just going to use it then. When everyone starts pulling a weapon at some random bird. Okay, well, we you can do that next turn then. Alright. I rolled a 24. Abe, you rolled a 24. That will hit. Roll damage. Harry, watch what's about to happen. 
It's gonna be a 11. Forgot how to add numbers together. No, I was looking at my numbers earlier for like five minutes before I can get 18 plus five. Okay, you managed to strike true with your arrow, piercing the breast of this raven, and it keels over off the windowsill as Jet finishes saying, why don't we just detect magic on it? And as it falls, it transforms from a raven into a winged, scaled creature with horns and a scorpion tail. I want to be like, that's why. Bitch. <laughs> also, second demon I one-shotted it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is it is it dead? It's dead. Oh, okay. I want to pull my warhammer out. Wait, it fell onto the ground by us. Yeah, like right in the center of the group. Yeah, I want to warhammer it. All right. Uh, what part of it? All it. <laughs> the entire thing. It's not very big, is it? Well, since I was talking about getting my net out, I'll throw my net on it so it can't move, and then you warhammer it. Yeah. We're, we're going to double tap demons from now on, because after the last fucking time, we're double tapping. After the one exploded? Yeah. Gotta always take a second swing. Double I'm going to take a healthy step backwards. Okay. Uh, Jet steps back. Uh, the Hammerbottom Brothers warhammer this, this tiny imp. And it is, you hear a satisfying crunch of its carapace. Yes. And Are these the ones with like the little scorpion tails or? Yes. Can I cut off the scorpion tail? Sure. What is left of it? Sure. Uh, as you're <laughs> cutting it off the scorpion tail, Harry goes, you're being followed. Ooh. And give me another perception check. Motherfucker. <laughs> Everybody? Everybody. Now, if our passive perception's higher than our perception check, do we just take that? No. No? Okay, I just didn't know how that would work. Like, just trying Not, to... I mean, it depends. But in this case, you are actively trying to look for something. Meaning so. that you can easily overlook something. Yeah. So I rolled a 16. 20. Huh. Uh, I rolled a 4. <laughs> 13. 3. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't think anything <laughs> could get worse than Protheans. Um, so everybody except Prothean and Ambionitis. It is dark, so... You know, I have dark vision, but it's dark. So seeing a raven against <laughs> the black night sky, uh, I can understand. I'm trying to give you an out here. Take it. There is no out. I rolled a fucking three. I was completely equipped to assault this raven demon, but I fucked up. <laughs> Those of you that did not roll a three or a four, you look up and you see another raven flying off from the top of the building. And it is gone beyond the roof, the edge of the roof, so you can't see it anymore. Do I got time to shadow step up there for bonus action and shoot, like, an arrow at it? You're going to shadow step on top of a building and then shoot a fucking arrow at it. Well, it's nighttime, shadow step's a bonus action, and then a normal action can be my attack. I'm not questioning the legitimacy of your moves. I'm questioning the legitimacy of your character's ability to get on top of a fucking building and sling an arrow. It is nighttime, so there would be a... I, th yeah. I, I, I think it's a valid, it's, solid move. It's very valid. Strong play, strong play. I kind of hate his character because it's it's super OP, and it really messes with what I have in mind. <laughs> so yes, you shadow step up to the top of the building. Um, you are able to shadow step just inside the chimney uh, where the lights from the street cannot reach, and there's a shadow up there. Oh, wait, no, you need to be able to see the shadow. You can't see the top of the roof. Just shadow step, like, straight up. 
since everything's a shadow because it's nighttime. It is. And then nighttime. while you're in midair, just there's lights from the street. Well, shadow step to where there isn't lights from the street. Shadow step to in range of where I can see this. Like, okay, what about so <laughs> the ledge of the roof, just right next to it, so you can just Pop grab up it. There. Yeah. <laughs> I will allow you to either shadow step to the underside of the roof, mm-hmm. and then you will have to make a dexterity saving throw for me, or you can shadow step to the end of the alleyway. And you might be able to see it from that direction. Wait, you said there's lights on the street. Yeah. And this, the where he's trying to go to is on top of a building or on, there's a tower on it? No, there's no tower on it. There's so like a, there's a chimney. It's a chimney. Yeah. Are there buildings to the right or left of this building? Well, you're in an alleyway. So yes, there's one to your right. But if you're looking at the building, it's, so it's can just I see, the end of the alley. Right. So can I see an adjacent rooftop? Yeah, so you're telling me that there's lights on the street casting an upward shadow. There is not a shadow on this chimney at any point of any time from any other building reflecting or blocking light to go on in this. No, that's what I'm saying. He can do the ledge. He just can't see the top of the building. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. What if we do hold that. him up a bit? <laughs> if I took the saving throw, could I still make the attack action against it? It would be the next turn. But yes, you could then move onto the roof and then shoot. All right, I'll do that. Okay, uh, go ahead and you shadow step up under the ledge where there is a shadow. And then I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. 27. Uh, 27 is more than enough. You shadow step up and nimbly latch your fingers over the edge of the roof. And now I will allow you to climb over the edge of the roof and I need you to give me a perception check to see where the raven is. How the fuck do you learn shadow step? Because a barbarian with shadow step would be the dumbest shit in the game. <laughs> it's a um, monk way of the shadow. How the fuck do I become a monk? <laughs> you could multi-class. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, I can't wait. If we could play it into the story, like you start to talk to Jed a little more, and then he brings you into it, like his training and stuff like that, and then you multi-class as a monk, and then you just... Fucking shadow step of the war aimer <laughs> right into people's faces. I have misty step, which allows me to teleport to any unoccupied area within 30 feet of me that I can see. I rolled a 15. Um, let me see how the raven's doing. He rolled a 17. So you look against the knight, and you cannot see the raven. Wait. Fire an arrow. Hold on. Just pick a direction and fire. I have something. But I don't know what. Fireball. <laughs> what is this device? Yeah, if I just like heave a firebolt in the air, oh. would like the light from that help at all? No, because uh, the light source would only reach 60 feet and just like a regular torch, and the raven would have a significantly larger flight distance. So you don't have anything ambientized? No, I was confusing two of my things that are different. But and I'm all out of action, so I really couldn't do anything if I had a thing. But what if I prestigitize some bullshit? Sparkles in the sky. Firebolt's 120 feet. If I have the right a angle shit plus ton of the fireworks 60 feet. In the air. Oh, fuck. Second falcon punch of the mic of the day. No, that was my shoulder cracking and grinding. That might That's be good. slightly torn. I haven't figured that out yet. Uh, yeah, you shoot prestidigitation up into the air. There are sparkles, and you hear some people on the street that you had just left go, Ooh. 
Ah. Does that at all give me a, another chance to roll? <laughs> don't no, you, don't you have an inspiration still? Is it that important to use it on this bird? That's what I'm thinking. I don't know if it's important enough no to use survivors. my inspiration. <laughs> we don't He's trust spying on us. Well, also, you wouldn't be able to use inspiration because you know what the outcome was. What? Yeah. You have to choose to use inspiration before... You can choose after the roll, but before you know the outcome. Well, why the hell were you so quick to tell us the outcome? We because didn't even think it over. He doesn't <laughs> like the fact that we try to ruin the shit that he's trying to do. I was actually pretty comfortable with the 15. I don't think I would have used it anyway. Are we still in the zone of truth? Or am I still under the effect of the zone of truth? Yeah, I think it lasts for like 10 minutes. I have a weird feeling that some all-powerful force just really wants one of these demons to get away. <laughs> just That's what I rolled. Just a, is there a any really chance, weird feeling. Is there any <laughs> chance I could just go to the next building and just take another look? Yeah, you would have to use it on your next yeah, turn. Yeah, it would be another turn. Can he shadow step onto the bird? <laughs> I'm sure it's casting a shadow like, right <laughs> below it. So you could just shadow step directly underneath and then be like... Just grab it, snatch it out of the air. Um, and then fall like 90 feet. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like a, I can take it with disadvantage or just normally. You said, Did you say it was another raven or did you say another bird? A robin. I said it was another raven. Ooh, ravens don't live. It's just like an unrelated... Uh, just like a seagull or something. Yeah, little pigeon that was just wrong place, <laughs> wrong time. So your character would probably try going a couple couple roofs and doing this. Yep. I will allow you to make one disadvantaged perception check. Roll one will be 21. Disadvantage. Followed by 17. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. 17 meets the roll I gave earlier. You see it. And uh, how are you trying to hit it? With a warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> magic missile, it never misses. I don't have a magic missile. What <sighs> I do have is a, I have darts and I have a short bow. Yeah, throw a fucking dart it, at it. How far is it? Darty party. I have an idea. What's your idea, Prothean? My character is going to call his god to make him a temporary at level 20 so I can sprout wings <laughs> and fly after this. Sounds like I roll for it, Paul. If Torm lets you do it, I will convert to Tormism. <laughs> Tormianity. Tormology. <laughs> I rolled an natural 20, Paul. Yeah, it doesn't Torm? happen. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> I rolled another natural 20. Oh, look, a third natural 20. That makes it four in a row. Five. Six. These are legitimate reasons. Seven. <laughs> let me resolve what Jet sees. <laughs> So it was one turn getting under the roof, then the next turn you were on top of the roof, then the next turn you were on the next roof, 60 feet away. It's 240 feet away from you, which means that you're going to have disadvantage if you use your short bow. Do it. Do it anyways. Also with my darts, just for the record there. <clears throat> Why does he have disadvantage with a short bow? The range is 8320. Because 80 is regular from 80 to 320 you have disadvantage what I'm going after to after 320 do? you just can't hit oh that's how that works mm -hmm. so so now that I see this bird I'm pretty confident in my ability to just move faster than it you can't explain yourself <laughs> the bird <laughs> how fast does it fly per it's turn? flying 100 feet per round I can 
Wait, can't he move like 105 or 100 and whatever that we did in the one episode when he was running towards the hill? Because of his like shadow step, his like dash, and he's like naturally able to move faster because he's a monk too. Because I normally move 45 feet, I can shadow step up to, I believe, 60 feet. So right there's 105. By the time you caught it, closing <laughs> a five foot gap every time. <laughs> Lead so her right to the source. So I'm just curious about this, Paul Camper. I'm pretty confident in my ability to outrun this bird. I think you'd run out of rooftops before you run, before you catch the bird. Trees. That's why you let an arrow fly straight ahead and then cast underneath the shadow of the arrow. In I, the will air. You, <laughs> I will let you shoot at this bird, but that will, that will be the end of this chase. All right, even though my stats statistically like chase say, ended a long time ago. But. Statistically, yes, but... <laughs> I'll take a disadvantage shot. 19 and 19. <laughs> Don't you also get a second attack? <laughs> it's also an armored raven. You draw your bow back. You test the wind. You point up into the air. Sight the bird. Let your arrow fly and watch it disappear into the darkness. Actually, you know what? You might not even be able to see this thing. I already let you do it. Shit. Too late, it's cannon. Fireworks. Fireworks. Fireworks only give 60 feet of light. Fireworks. Light that arrow on fire first so you can watch it fly. Plus his dark vision. And you peg this bird. Roll damage. We're all just still sitting in the alleyway. I wonder what Jed's doing up there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still just like sawing this thing's tail off. It's a nine. (laughs) It goes falling out of the air. And it lands some distance off at the edge of town. We need to find it. I'm going to go get it and hit it. Well, you can... Well, we're still in the alleyway. We don't even know that he killed it. Was it enough to kill it? Or could I tell? You are pretty sure that you at least seriously wounded it. You would might it, have killed it. Would it be worth spending a Kai point to have it uh, a stunning strike? Too late. <laughs> <laughs> I will pursue and try to... Obviously, I, I got to make sure I actually killed it, so I'm going to go find it. All right, we see Jet. Four hours later. Oh, the missing an arm. Um, you don't find this raven. I'd like to use primeval awareness. Wait, yeah, I'm going to bring um Mr. Abe over here to try to track it because he's an expert tracker, and I know that because I adore Abe. I forgot I said that when I first met him. All right, well, you go back, and when you get back down to the ground, you hear Harry saying, How long have you guys been being followed? Do you know? Hey, guys, I, uh... I hit it. I couldn't find where I hit it, but um, maybe Abe, maybe, maybe you could track it or maybe find like the blood or something. We're not being followed. Maybe you're being followed. Harry, we wouldn't be being followed. The only way anything would know where we are is because Jet is half demon right now. You should probably dip out of town, though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chaotic neutral at best. I'll be sure that I keep an eye out. I know that I, I'm always on the lookout. I've never noticed these things before. I'd like to use primeval awareness. What is that? It sounds badass. (laughs) So wait, am I not allowed to grow wings and just fly after this? No, absolutely can. I think we're past that point. Unless that's what primeval awareness does. (laughs) Alright, it uh, lets me sense if a certain type of creature I get to choose the type is within a mile or six miles if we're in our favored terrain. Which, we're like, not. mine's the mountains. mountains, so... 
I guess we're probably not in the mountains. So I want to sense if there's any demons within a mile. Yes. How many? <laughs> Three. Three? Is that including the ones that are dead? Does that let you know where, like, their location within that mile? I think or it just tells it just... me if... It's a yes or no answer. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure it's a yes or no. I didn't know how specific it was. But yes, there are three demons in the area. Hmm. Be on the lookout. Um, why? The advantage on your perception check lookout. Jed, if you want to go looking for it, you can. What What do you need with a dead demon tail? <laughs> oh, that's what? <laughs> Just to make sure it's dead, I guess. Cough syrup. I guess I would go with Jet. All right, you two go off, and um, Harry stays in the alley with Brixius, Ambionitis, and Protean says, Listen, guys, I think I can, I can talk to my people. Like I said, I'll, I'll tell them about Jet, but I'll also look into this Prussian Canal system and uh, whatever the Diadem Exorius is. If I come across any information, I'll have one of our agents reach out to you. And he reaches into his breast pocket and hands you a silver-plated card with a flame over a lotus flower. And he says, Keep this with you. If any, if you need help, go to the local tavern and show this to the barkeep. If they're one of us, they'll know what to do. If they're not, they'll just ask if that's how you want to pay. Because it's silver. Okay, and, uh... If you tell your people about Jet, you tell them that he's got a demon inside of him. But he doesn't. It's Sargonis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't want any of your friends to think that because there's semen inside of him that he needs to die. Make sure that they don't kill Jet. All right. I'll make sure. I promise. Oh, he promised. And then he reaches into his pocket and gives you two gold pieces and says, Go find yourself a room. Go over to... All of oats. And tomorrow, if you want to help, go to Marborn. And then you can take a look into what's going on over there. We need to save the people of Trugala from the evils. And then you can move on to Principium. And if you decide you were going to Marborn, tell the barkeep in the morning. And I'll have some I'll have some equipment waiting for you. Oh, like super magical, really cool equipment that we get to add to our character sheets. Like some potions and stuff. Oh, sick. And those will help you on your way. And like I said, I'll reach out to you if I find any information. If you need to get a hold of me, show any barkeep in town this card. All right? Now I gotta go, because I have to look into what's what's been following you and what this all means. All right, and make sure you weren't being followed either, because it really could have been you. Of course. Uh, and he walks off. And as he's walking away, I spear him. <laughs> second he turns his back and gets about 10 feet away yeah I do and then while I'm laying mounted on his back I like to lean over and whisper in his ear that's a pinky promise and I hold my pinky around for him to pinky swear that he won't kill Jet you guys are really weird <laughs> and he pinky promises nice well if he had been to the hammer 5 then he would know the basic rule of you know not turning your back on someone who's about to spear you <laughs> yeah uh, it's not open yet. Uh, <laughs> once, so, once you come to my gym, we'll learn defenses against that move. But that's, you know, that's how we greet people and say goodbye at the same time. Um, 
Yeah. So do you do you three head over to Hall of Oats? Hall of Oats? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to uh go get a room and let the innkeep what's his name? His name is Darryl. Marlo. Rich girl. Marlo? Alright, I'd like to let Marlo know that uh when my friends, the young teenage boy and the uh scary purple man with horns, uh <laughs> come in, like that we already got a room for him and to leave a message to let him know where it's at. Alright. And then Abe and Jet, you go to the place where you saw the where you're pretty sure you saw the demon fall. And give me an investigation check. Both of us? You can both give it to me. Oh yeah, we're both gonna give it to you. <laughs> Seven. Oh, but it's a demon, so I get advantage. Yes. Yes. Fourteen. Not much better. Nine. Jet, you find a splatter of dark blood. It trails for a short way, and then it disappears. All right, so I will be telling Abe, hey, I uh, it looks like I did not kill it, but over here, I think it was at least here for a second. All right, do I definitely know that it's like, like its body wouldn't like explode or disintegrate or anything like? Yeah, you've seen you've seen these before. You reacted appropriately. Right. You reacted as if you knew that this raven was the same thing that attacked you leaving the crypt of Parmar. Right. Okay. So yeah, their body. So if it was dead, it would definitely be like right there. Yes, exactly. Okay. Cool. Not cool. But now that <laughs> I have brought your attention, is there like anything you can do to see where that went? I mean, there's not like a blood trail leading away, is there? Nope. Maybe just another roll. Uh, you could give me a nature check on this with advantage. Nature, you say? It's going to be 18. You're pretty sure that even though it fell out of the sky, it would have still been able to shape change and fly away while you were looking for it. Gotcha. Yeah, it's gone. And that's where we're going to end our episode. Am I still under the effects of truth-telling thing? No. Oh. Unless you want to be. Uh, Harry's definitely going to survive. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> why do you, why He's definitely he... going to be fine. What'd you do to him? He's not going to get wrecked. Why would he get wrecked? By the demons spying on us. Oh. Because they saw and heard our whole little thing about him being in the resistance. So yeah, he's... Oh, he's done fucked. But since I'm not... I don't have to tell the truth, he's definitely going to be fine. <laughs> you guys should... Uh, We should end the episode with them maybe coming back to the inn and telling us that the demon got away. Yeah, so back to the end, we tell them the demon got away. Well, actually, we're going to get back to the alley because we don't really know where they went off to because there was a full group there. No, well, well, yeah, I guess we'd go to the alley first and then we'd go to the end. I wouldn't know where they went. No, I thought we, we said were headed we were, there anyways, right? Yeah, we were going to go to Hall and Oats. Hall of Oats. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, so that's our episode. Uh, we'll find out next week uh, what's going on over in Marnborn, possibly, if you guys decide to take Harry up on his offer. Uh, maybe go to the Prussian Canal system, we'll find out. Damn it, Jet, next time do more damage. Kill the thing. Double tap. We told you, always double tap the ravens. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for listening. If you want to head over, if you like what you heard, head over to iTunes or uh, Stitcher. Leave us a five-star rating review. We'd love to hear your feedback. If you want to keep in touch with us in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Death Saving Bros. You can also follow Life Saving Bros on Instagram for tips, tricks, and other 
gaming materials to help bring your own campaign to life. You can follow me personally at HP Camper. Follow me personally at Benfro15. Feel free to um, send me any sort of gifts as next week we, we will be recording on my birthday. But in the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter at Ima underscore B underscore Rad. By gifts, he wants dick pics. Uh, instead of sending them to Paul, send them to Ima underscore B underscore Rad. Yes, I like that idea. Some birthday schlong. The veiniest penises only. Mm. Birthday boy gets birthday suit pics. Yes. Ooh. I adore it. Also, follow the fucking main page and they'll tell me about it. Please and thank you. And don't worry about following me. I'm already following you guys. If you look out your window, that's me. <laughs> you find me on Old School RuneScape as Fat F-A-T-T Smith. And I definitely 100% promise... I will play it one of these days. No, you won't. Seeing as I am not under the effects of the zone of truth anymore. <laughs> you know, Eric, you just gave all of those actual creepers an out since everybody who looked out their window and actually saw somebody will just write it off as being you just now. Oh, well. And also, uh, for all the listeners out there, you know, if you've been listening to us up until this point and you're 48 episodes in now... And you. you haven't left a review yet, then you should highly consider doing so because obviously if you're liking the content enough to listen this far, uh, it helps us out a ton. If you also uh, leave reviews and comments and it helps us get noticed by more and we don't spend any money on marketing or advertising or anything like that. So it's all word of mouth and uh, we would just really appreciate that. But more importantly, go fuck yourself. <laughs> also, we masturbate to good reviews. <laughs> <laughs> those of you listening, in your car, in your home, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. you to write the sloppiest wettest reviews only ones that call us children hopped up a mountain dew preferably <laughs> oh um i don't have my player's handbook on me right uh, now so oh. don't ask me any so, uh, random what, questions what are the rules for grappling and uh while we're underwater and suffering from multiple levels of exhaustion, exhaustion. <laughs> i'm so unprepared Ah. Welcome to my world. Yeah, that went really well, actually. You guys remembered things. I'm so proud of you. It's all my fault. It's all your fault. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The song Dark Times is by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0 and sourced from filmmusic.io. The tracks Dreams of War and Lonely Mountain are music by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org licenses 
slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.